This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. If your roof starts to leak or your floor's really squeak, you live in a money pit, money pit. If your basement needs a pump or your place looks like a dump, you live in a money pit, money pit. Pick up the telephone, fix up your home sweet home. I call an 888 money pit. The Money Pit is presented by Iris Smart Home, Lowe's, Home Advisor, and The Home Depot. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Coast to coast and floorboards to shingles, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And we are here to help you with your home improvement projects. We're going to solve those do-it-yourself dilemmas. Or if it's a project you want to hire a pro to get done, we can give you some advice to get that started as well. Help yourself first. Post your questions at the Money Pit's community page at moneypit.com or call us at 888-MONEYPIT. Coming up on today's show, have you ever taken the clothes out of your washing machine only to notice that they don't look much cleaner than when you first put them in? Well, if that sounds familiar, it might be time to actually clean your machine. We're going to tell you how to do that. It's pretty easy. Plus, water quality might not be something you think you have much control over in your home, but it turns out there are many do-it-yourself ways to improve the taste, quality, and clarity. We're going to have a review of the latest DIY solutions. And don't let a hard-to-reach home improvement job leave you reaching out for help from a hospital bed. We're going to have a must-do list of ladder safety tips that you need to know before stepping on that first rung. But most importantly, we're here to help you with the answer to any home improvement job on your to-do list. Call us with those questions at 888-MONEY-PIT or post them online to the Money Pit's community page at moneypit.com. If you do that, you're going to get the answer you need, plus a chance to win some amazing products we're giving away from the Home Depot. Yep, we've got the Milwaukee Outdoor Power Package, which I love. It includes the M18 Fuel String Trimmer with the best combination of power, balance, and maneuverability, plus the Milwaukee Fuel Blower with batteries and charger. Get this, the package is worth over 448 bucks. Plus, to help you enjoy better-tasting water all summer long, the Home Depot has hooked us up with a bunch of great water quality solutions to give away. And this hour, we're featuring the Pure 18-Cup Dispenser and Filter worth over 50 bucks. If you'd like to win either the Milwaukee Outdoor Power Package or the Pure 18 Cup Dispenser and Filter, pick up the phone and give us a call right now at 888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974, or post your question to the Money Pit's community section at moneypit.com. Let's get to it. Leslie, who's first? Randy in Louisiana is on the line and needs some help with the flooring project. What's going on? Flooring in my manufactured house is three-quarter wafer board, which is plywood, similar to it. I want to go back with three-quarter plywood, and I want something that's waterproof in case I had a water leak again. It wouldn't happen like that again. So you want to replace the wafer board subfloor in your home with three-quarter plywood. Right. So plywood, all plywood today has exterior glue in it, so that's not an issue. If you were to paint the plywood properly, which basically means that you would prime it, and you would paint it, it can be somewhat water-resistant. You're talking about just the occasional 
spill that could happen, as long as you clean the water up relatively quickly, like within a day or so, you're not going to get any long-term damage as a result of that. Field mouse, not a plastic pipe into on the hot water line, not a hole in it. It was spraying straight up on the floor. Yeah, and and if it's going to be an ongoing thing like that that goes on for days, you're going to have an issue. But the good news is it's covered by insurance. Well, I got an insurance claim, but I'm I'm going to fix it myself. So yeah, so you can cut that cut that wafer board out and install plywood in its place. They don't make a plywood that's totally waterproof. Well, you can buy marine plywood. It's really expensive, but it's it's even more waterproof. But I, I think it's overkill. Okay, I might consider that. But heck, what's the chances of that breaking again like that? You know. Well, it was six <laughs> years, but that one mouse got in there and done the damage. And did the damage, huh? Yeah. Well, it's good you got it covered by insurance. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at eight 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 Money Pit. Donna in New York is on the line and is having an issue cleaning some showers. What's going on, Donna? Well, I work at a fitness facility, and boy, do I have a problem with one out of four of the shower stalls there. That one, of course, is in the men's room. <laughs> oh, my God, it's so gross. It constantly cakes up this slimy, brown, gross, moldy, I don't even know what this gunk is, on the walls. And I have tried everything. I use bleach, the bathroom cleaners, antibacterial scrub brush. I, I'm at my wit's end. I don't even know what to do. Yeah, it's just getting away from you. Well, um, first of all, and I know this is out of your control, but the more humidity that builds up in that space, the worse this will continue to get. So if they don't have good ventilation, um, they get dirtier and dirtier because it supports the, the growth of, of mold, mildew, algae, and moss. Um, but one product that, that um, I've had great success with is called ZEP, Z-E-P. It's a shower tub and tile cleaner. It's a commercial cleaner. It's not expensive. It's about like seven bucks a jug at like Home Depot. And when you spray it on, it foams up and does a really good job of cutting out uh, that nasty combination of, of soap scum and then everything that grows in the soap scum because the soap scum is like a food to a lot of those materials. And, and that's why it just gets so nasty. So I would try the ZEP, Z-E-P, and see how you like that. Oh, my God. I am so glad I got through. All right. Good luck. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. All right. We're going to talk decks and how to keep them beautiful with John in North Carolina. What can we do for you? Well, we decided to take unused space and turn it into a deck. So we spent about four months. We toyed with treks and pressure treated and settled on cedar. And it looked absolutely gorgeous. We put a, a Cabot SPF stain on it, and uh, that was we finished last September. Uh, this spring, we look out the window, and it's like kind of whitish. It's not the honey color. It's like a western cedar is what we have. But okay. uh, so I got with Cabot, and you know they were very surprised. So I guess they're going to work something out with us. But is there something, either a stain or a uh, I'm thinking like a polyurethane or something that's specific for cedar. It seems to be an unusual kind of wood. It's not that unusual. I mean, basically what you want to do is you're going to want to prime it first, and then you're going to cover it with a solid color stain. If you use a semi-transparent stain, you'll, you may see more of the grain. You'll still see it through solid color, but you don't have as much um, as as much pigment in it, so it doesn't last quite as long. But if the side, if the deck is is uh, primed first, and w- when I prime cedar, I use an oil based primer, and then on top of that, um, I'll use a solid color stain. And it can last a really really long time. Well, 
the only thing is we didn't want to do the solid, solid color because the cedar looks so beautiful. Yeah, I get that. But the thing is, you're not going to preserve that natural color. Eventually, it's going to fade to gray. You may want, not want to do it now, but you will do it eventually. <laughs> it's going to happen with you or without you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we all go gray, I guess. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, I appreciate it very much. All right, John. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. You are tuned to the Money Pit, a home improvement radio show on air and online at moneypit.com. Now you can call in your home repair, your home improvement question, 24 hours a day, seven days a week at 1-888-MONEYPIT. And 888-MONEYPIT is presented by HomeAdvisor, where it's easy to find top-rated home improvement pros for any project. Go to homeadvisor.com. We're here to help you with the answer to any home improvement job on your to-do list. And we're here to share with you the latest in battery-powered outdoor power tools with a fantastic giveaway from the Home Depot. This week, we've got the Milwaukee Outdoor Power Package, which includes the M18 Fuel String Trimmer, plus the M18 Fuel Blower with batteries and a charger worth over 448 bucks. Going out to one listener who calls us with their home improvement question or posts it to the Money Pit's community page at moneypit.com. Make that you. You live in a Money Pit. Did you know that Americans take 20,000 breaths a day and spend an average of 90% of their time indoors? That's right. And according to the EPA, the level of indoor air pollutants can be two to five times higher than outdoor air and occasionally more than 100 times higher. Plus, every spring we get sucked with allergens too. Well, Air Doctor is an air purifier that filters out dangerous contaminants like pollen, pet dander, dust mites, and mold. Their Ultra HEPA filter has been independently tested to remove 99.99% of tested allergens, including bacteria and viruses. That's impressive. Now, Air Doctor also comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus the shipping. And they're offering a special discount to Money Pit listeners. Just head to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT, and you'll receive up to $300 off air purifiers. Exclusive to podcast customers, you'll also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. Lock this special offer in right now by going to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-Pro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT. That's airdoctorpro.com, promo code MONEYPIT. The Money Pit is presented by Home Advisor. Find trusted home improvement pros for any project at homeadvisor.com. Making good homes better, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Pick up the phone and give us a call now at 888 Pit for help with your home improvement project. 888 Money Pit is presented by Home Advisor. You'll get the answer to your home improvement question. Plus, this hour, we're giving away some really great outdoor prizes. Yep, we've got the Milwaukee Outdoor Power Package, including the M18 Fuel String Trimmer, the M18 100 mile per hour brushless cordless blower, plus the M18 Red Lithium High Demand Battery and a Rapid Charger. Both of the tools feature brushless motors that provide the best combo of power and runtime. And the trimmer has a 16 inch cutting swath that's going to trim 
more grass in a single pass. They're available at the Home Depot or HomeDepot.com. The package is worth 448 bucks, going out to one lucky caller drawn at random that reaches us at 888-MONEYPIT or post their question to the Money Pit's community page at MoneyPit.com. Now, you got all weekend to call us with your question or post it to the community page. We will draw those winners on Monday and post them on our Facebook page. All right, Jim in Tennessee, you've got the money pit. How can we help you? I have a uh, question about cleaning a driveway. It's probably sat there for 20 years. The house is about 20 years old. I don't know that it's ever been cleaned. So the dirt has just ground in. I have pressure washed one section of it, about 12 by 14 sections. It took me almost two hours to get it clean. My question is, is there any kind of pre-treatment that I can put on that driveway that will make the pressure washing um, more efficient. Yeah, there are products that are designed specifically for cleaning concrete. For example, QuickCrete has a product called Cleaner Etcher and Degreaser, and it's available in one-gallon and five-gallon jugs. I think it covers about 200 square feet per gallon. And you apply that onto the concrete, you brush it in, you let it sit, and it'll start to really loosen up all of that deep grime. And then you could pressure wash after that, and it will hopefully make it a lot easier project. If you just um, Google Quick Crete Cleaner, you'll probably find it. Good deal. Good deal. Thank you very much. That helps a bunch. You're very welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Well, have you ever taken a clean load of laundry out of your machine and found it to be less clean than you expected? you might need to give your washing machine a little cleaning of its own. Yeah, the problem is that most likely months or or even years of detergent and liquid fabric softener will build up. And then there's also, of course, the grime and dirt from all those dirty clothes. Now, to start to spruce it up, if you've got an agitator, you want to check on the underside of it, or you want to check along the creases in the rubber along the top of like the washer basket. That's where a lot of that gunk and grime will collect. Yeah, now cleaning it really isn't that difficult. First, you want to remove your agitator and rinse off the gook before you replace it. Then go ahead and scrub all those rubber parts with a wet cloth. Next, you want to put about a quarter cup of bleach and then run your washer with a full hot wash cycle and no clothes. This will sanitize it and clean any remaining gunk that's left behind. If you want some more tips on that project, head on over to moneypit.com. We've also got a great article there on how to do the same for your dryer, how to clean your dryer, especially how to remove all of those nasty stains that get left behind when the kids leave like crayons in their pockets and stuff like that. <laughs> All Never happens at your things. house, Leslie, right? <laughs> uh, mostly, can I tell you the funniest thing? I've recently been finding, like, chewed gum in the kids' pockets. And this was going on for a couple of days. And I was like, boys, why is there gum in your pocket? And I would find it after the wash, thinking that they put, like, you know, a piece of gum in their pocket. And I didn't check, and I just washed it. Turns out they were putting the chewed gum in their pockets because I never told them that you can't. <laughs> you never thought yeah. you had to, so, but apparently you do. Uh Yeah. So moms of boys out there, you need to tell your boys that they can't put chewed gum in their pockets. And I mean, not even in a tissue, Tom, just chewed gum (laughs) in their pocket. Because, you know, that seems right. Judy in Minnesota's on the line with a moisture issue. What's going on? Our house is about 40 years old. And it has in the the room that we're talking about, we're painting it. We painted it once before with a a primer. And and, uh, it turned out really nice. I thought it looked really nice. But now um, we, we repainted it a different color. And, um, and on the inside, then, is that rough paneling. And it's separated by, um, it's got the insulation in there, 
with the plastic on it. And we, we notice now when we're going to paint it that there's moisture like halfway down on the paneling. We, we think that's caused by condensation. It may very well be um, if it's a damp space. Now, there are some things that you can do to reduce condensation in below-grade spaces. It's kind of the same steps that you would take if you were having an actual flood. You want to make sure that your exterior drainage is set up so that no moisture is being trapped against the outside foundation wall, and that means making sure the gutters are clean, the downspouts are extended, and the soil slopes away from the walls. If you've done all those things, then the next thing I would do is I would install a dehumidifier in that space and try to find one that has a built-in condensate pump so that it collects water and pumps it out. Otherwise, you'll be emptying buckets upon buckets of water. And then finally, it's also possible to install a whole home dehumidifier, which is an appliance that is attached to your HVAC system. These are highly effective at pulling moisture out. In fact, most of them will take 99 or 100 pints of water out a day. So those are three different ways that you can reduce moisture in that space. Judy, thanks so much for calling us at 888 Pit. John in Missouri, you've got the money pit. How can we help you today? I have a pressure-treated wood I've used, and I've put it on. I've sealed it with a solid stain uh, paint, and it seems like within after two years, my wood it starts to rot. It gets soft. I want to know why is this happening? It's pressure-treated wood. When you stained it, first of all, did you do all sides of the board, including the bottom edge of the slat? Because very often that's where moisture gets pulled in. I did the whole board, and I could then I assemble it. And it just seems like it holds the uh, like a moisture within it, and within I can say two years, it get you almost push on it and soft or it starts rotting. Yeah, I suspect that it's. It, I mean, there's different layers of pressure treatment, but I suspect whatever was done to this was not done very well. You know, I had some uh, some landscape ties that were allegedly pressure treated, and within a couple of years, they were rotted away. I stepped on them one day and went right through it. So I suspect that the quality of the wood. Uh, in this fencing wasn't really what you expected it to do. I've taken just plain fur fence um, and I've treated it with wood life and made sure that the bottom of the fence was up at least two to three inches over the grass because otherwise it gets a lot of moisture that pulls up into it. And I've had fences like that that I treated and then I used the solid color stain on last 15 years. Just because it's pressure treated or, or not well pressure treated doesn't mean it can't last, but I think it's a combination of the installation uh, and then the treatment of the stain uh, and that, that was used initially. Okay, because see, like I have a boat dock and it's over the water. And I just put clear sealer over it. And you know what? It lasts It lasts longer than uh, me sealing it with same paint. And it comes down to the quality of the wood itself. And whatever this fence was made out of just is not comparable to what your dock's made out of, John. Sorry to tell you that, but I think that's what's going on. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Okay, well, thanks. And have yourself a great day. Barbara in South Dakota is on the line and having a problem with a renovated bathroom at her money pit. What's going on? We had our bathroom remodeled about three years ago, and maybe six months after, we noticed that the tiles were kind of shifting a little bit when we'd walk in the most prominent places. And then uh, pretty soon the grout started coming out, and I was wondering, do we have to replace all of our tiles, or is there something we can put in there that would move with the grout, or... Or with the tiles, it's a heated floor. How is it heated, Barbara? Hydronic heat? Is it hot water heat under the floor? Or is it electric heat? What kind of heat is it? It's electric heat. Oh, I'm really sorry to hear that. You know, I mean, this was a this was a mistake that was made in the installation. Where that mistake was made, it's hard for us to tell. 
but there's no way that those tiles should be loosening up. And unfortunately, there's no really easy fix for this. The reason the grout is, is breaking up is because the tiles are loose. And as the tile loosens, the grout doesn't really have any structural integrity. Right, but isn't that the result of an uneven subfloor? Not always. And even if it was an uneven subfloor, Leslie, if these were installed right, they would be. They, there would be enough adhesive or base under them to stop them from wiggling. I think it's the base underneath that's not right. Yeah, so I guess you have two options, Barbara, one of which is for you to go ahead and do what you may already be doing, which is repairing them as you go. If you find that you have a loose tile, if it's loose enough to come up, you're just simply going to add some additional floor adhesive and press it back down again, or you have to remove them, the whole floor and replace them. But of course, that's a big job because you'd have to also, you can't really save the, the heating coils that are underneath. You'll probably end up having to replace those as well. It's really hard when you have a bad tile job, especially one that's over heating coils like that, to do anything short of replace it. It does not lend itself well to repair. All right. Thank you so much. All right. Sorry. I wish we had better news, Barbara, but thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. And that's why we call the show The Money Pit. <laughs> Well, when it comes to the water quality in your home, you might not think you can do very much about it. But it turns out that there are so many DIY solutions that you can do to improve the taste, quality, and clarity. We'll share those when we come back. Everyone should know that drinking water is important to staying hydrated and healthy. Having safe, clean water is the last thing you want to worry about, but unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants right in its tap water. That's why we are thrilled to be working with AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers use a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process, and their countertop purifiers work with no installation or plumbing. It removes 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and is specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAs in your water supply. And they have water purifiers to fit every type of home, from installation-free countertop purifiers to higher-capacity under-sink options. They even have a Wi-Fi-connected purifier and mineral boost options. And its proprietary purification technology is independently tested by IATMO to NSF and ANSI standards to remove over 80 of the most harmful contaminants, including chlorine, fluoride, arsenic, PFAs known as forever chemicals, nitrate, and many more. I can truly taste the difference when I compare it with my old water filter. AquaTrue saves you money also. Just one set of filters from their classic purifier makes the equivalent of 4,500 bottles of water. That's less than three cents a bottle. Plus, you'll save the environment from tons of plastic waste. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee and even makes a great gift. And today, Money Pit listeners can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to aquatrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter code MONEYPIT at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue water purifier when you go to aquatrue.com and use promo code M-O-N-E-Y-P-I-T. MONEYPIT. The Money Pit is presented by Iris, a do-it-yourself smart home security system from Lowe's that connects an entire range of compatible smart devices in your home through a single app. 
With Iris, you can enjoy all the benefits of professional home monitoring for the market-leading price of $14.95 per month. Check it out at your local Lowe's or at Lowe's.com. Making good homes better, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Well, when we turn on the faucet for a glass of water, the taste and clarity of that water might be something you feel that you really have little control over. But with a filter, you can have clear, better tasting water all the time. And stepping up your water quality effort is not just limited to pitchers and faucet mount filters. Under sink systems are available that are not that difficult to install and that can deliver clear, great tasting water whenever you need it. With us to talk about that is Lindsay Chasen. Lindsay is the water quality expert for the Home Depot. Welcome, Lindsay. Hi, guys. Hey, I have to tell you, you know, I spent 20 years as a home inspector, Lindsay, and I frequently saw these small charcoal filters hanging off the end of a kitchen faucet that probably hadn't been changed since the day they were installed. And I always think that they might even be contaminating the water at that point. So choosing the right filtration product and knowing how to maintain it are really critical to your family's safety, right? Absolutely. And and it might have been actually my house that you were inspecting. Because I think <laughs> I had the same thing go on uh, when I bought a house. But yeah, changing your filter is incredibly in- important. Um, if you think about every year you change your clocks twice a year. So that's a good time to remember to change your water filtration uh, under the sink or in your whole home system and making sure that whatever system you've spent a lot of time and energy and money money putting into your home is actually performing at tip-top shape. Now, I think a lot of people think when, when it comes to water purification, it's got to be an entire house, every single faucet, all the water's got to be taken care of. And I think in some extreme cases, that could be a possibility. But there are under-sink systems that really allow you to get the purified water right where you need it, right? You bet. You can look at a number of different products. We have really basic systems that are just one stage that reduce chlorine taste and odor to something that's really premium, like a reverse osmosis that actually is purifying your water as much as something maybe more industrial might. So a ton of different options, all of them available at the Home Depot, all kinds of systems, really no matter what your preference is. And we can filter out taste, lead, cyst, mercury, pharmaceuticals. That's something that's coming up a lot more. And, you know, hopefully just the takeaway is the Home Depot has everything that you need to set up your home with great water filtration options. Now, if you're cruising down the aisle and you're seeing all of these options and you're trying to decide what you really need um, for your house, the first step is really before you get to the store with a, with a test, right? I mean, you need to know what actually is coming out of that tap first. That's right. And we have a number of different test options for our customers. We offer a free water test that uh, you can find basically at every Home Depot, and that will tell you a lot of what's in your water. And you can schedule a consult with one of our water filtration experts, or you can purchase a water test kit on our shelves at the Home Depot. It's like a little science experiment when you get it home. You'll have a test tube of your own water and pH strips, and you can see when the pH strips turn color, it tells you if there are contaminants there, and then you're a lot more informed once you start to go through the research process and figuring out what do you want to put in your home. Who doesn't love a science project at home? Exactly. Right? <laughs> a lot of fun. But Lindsay, when you go to the store, I mean, you're looking at all of these different products for water filtration and purification in your home. How do you know what's a good one? I mean, are there standards? Are there certain testing procedures that go on so you know what's the best kind for your needs? That's a great question. So you don't want to just assume that a manufacturer has sent their products out for testing. At the Home Depot, we have a number of different options that we're either certified by NSF International or the Water Quality Association. 
uh, pretty much anything that you see in our store at the Home Depot is going to have one of those two certifications, and those are established by the EPA as the best in class. Lindsay Chasen, a water quality expert for the Home Depot. Thank you so much for stopping by the Money Pit. I mean, the weather's getting warmer. We're drinking more and more water. We want to make sure it's the good stuff when it hits our lips, right? That's right. Thank you guys for the time. If you'd like more information, you can head on over to homedepot.com or call 1-800-HOME-DEPOT to schedule an appointment with a water quality expert. All right, Lindsay, thanks so much for stopping by the Money Pit. Well, you are listening to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Give us a call now with your questions at 888-MONEY-PIT. 888-MONEY-PIT is presented by Home Advisor. You know, we love to help you out and talk to you about whatever is going on at your Money Pit right now. Plus, we'd also like to improve the quality of water you'll be drinking all summer long. Thanks to the Home Depot, we've got the pure 18-cup dispenser and filter up for grabs. Going out to one caller that reaches us with their home improvement question. Make that you. The number is 1-888-MONEY-PIT. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The Money Pit is presented by Home Advisor. Find trusted home improvement pros for any project at homeadvisor.com. Where home solutions live, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Give us a call right now for the answer to your home improvement question, plus your chance to win a water quality solution from the Home Depot. You know, they pretty much have any product that you would need to improve the water in your home. And we've got a great one we're giving away this hour. That's right. We've got up for grabs the Pure 18-Cup Dispenser and Filter. And it's a spout dispenser that will quickly provide to you clear and better-tasting water. And it can filter up to 40 gallons of water. It's a prize available at the Home Depot for $52. And you can check it out at your local Home Depot or on homedepot.com. We've got a water quality solution just like that going out to one lucky caller drawn at random. Make that you. The number again is one eight 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 money pit Michael in Virginia is on the line and is working on a decking project. Tell us about it. Hey, so I've got a 12 by 12 deck that came with the house and it's about 20 years old. So boards are starting to peel up and I'm no longer able to get a screw to stick in the sublayment. Am I able to sister the underlying boards with two by fours or something to build up the base or am I better off replacing all of the, um, substructure along with the deck. So if it's 20 years old and it sounds like it's not pressure treated and if the existing uh, floor joists have decayed to the point where they won't even hold a screw or a nail, I think it's time to replace that deck structure and all because you're, you know, the clock is ticking now and it's going to be potentially very unsafe in a very short period of time. So what I would tell you to do is to remove it, replace it and consider uh, using composite for the decking surface. You can use pressure treated for the frame, but use composite for the decking surface between the composite and the pressure treated. You know, you'll get more than another 20 years out of it. Okay. Now I've looked at composites and price-wise they're they're pretty pricey. Am I going to be able to save a few bucks by going to um, a heavier duty, um, like a two by six kiln dried board and sealing all that when it goes in? Well, the thing is you don't, well, I wouldn't use two by six. What I would use is five quarter by six. If you want to go with the wood decking, 
but you're going to have to seal and stain that, you know, every couple of years. The thing with composites is all you got to do is clean it. I mean, if you look at like a big box store, like a Home Depot, and those composites are not terribly expensive. They look really good. All right. I'll have to check them out. Because remember, you're not replacing the floor joists with it. You know, you're only doing the deck surface. So if it's 12 by 12, you know, that's 144 square feet. That's 288 lineal feet. It's probably worth it. I see. Now we are thinking about expanding it out a few feet, too. Yeah, well, that would be the time to do it, you know. <laughs> okay. So you're doing the substructure is still all of the pressure-treated lumber because you need that for the support. And then all of the decking itself and the fascia boards, and you can even do the railings, all of that can be the composite. And it's really gorgeous. You know, I have one that's sort of mid-range, but it has an interesting grain to it and almost looks like an ipe. You know, it's you can get ones that are super simple, and you can get ones that really look exotic. And I think that's where your price point's going to swing a lot. Now, how do you deal with the... Um the railings and the, the fencing it in. So the posts would come up and that would be, you know, the basis for your supports and that would be your pressure treated lumber and that would be built up through from the substructure and then there are sleeves that go over it in the composite. Now you can get ones that match your decking or you can go with white. And then for the substructure, now I am talking about extending this out, um, there are these concrete, I don't know, they're about a foot by a foot um, blocks that you can buy that you can lay your four by six across for, they, they say it's for... Um, decking like in the yard. Am I better off doing that or poured concrete? There are prefabricated footings for decks. They look like sort of like pyramids, but they're not like one by one. They're like one by one by about three feet tall. And they have a place for a bracket on top. I've used those. They work really well. They're a little harder to install because you've got to be more accurate with where the hole is. But frankly, I think the easiest thing to do is just to dig it yourself, uh, a one foot by one foot square that's a couple of feet deep and, uh, you know, mix up three or four bags of quickcrete and make that the footing. And then you can drop the pressure treated right into that. And then if you use the right level of pressure treated, it can actually be in ground. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks a lot, Tom. You got it. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. Well, if you're heading outside for home repairs up high, a ladder is a help, but you need to understand how to use it properly so that you make sure gravity does not get the best of you. And as simple as it might seem, ladder falls actually send hundreds of people to emergency rooms every year. So you got to be careful. Yeah. I mean, I'm hearing so many things that I didn't even realize. A girlfriend of mine mentioned that her father-in-law had been in a wheelchair since they were kids because he fell off of a ladder. I mean, my goodness, so many terrible things. So really the biggest mistake, guys, is that you take shortcuts. So don't. In order to be safe, a ladder needs to remain stationary. If you've got an extension ladder, you need to level the feet by digging out the ground or using ladder levelers. Those things exist for a purpose. Yeah. Now, on hard, dry ground, you want to rest the feet flat. You want to make sure you're free of any slippery, like plastic tarps or construction debris. And make sure that textured rubber pads that are on the bottom of the ladder, make sure they are intact. Now, here's a trick, though. On grass, it is kind of slippery, right? So you want to flip the feet up and then use that spiked end and drive it right into the ground or lay the flat feet and tie them down on the side or brace them in front with stakes that are driven deep into the ground so it can't possibly slip out. Yeah, now this is another thing. I think people don't think about how they position the ladder when they're actually going up the ladder. So you want to make sure that you take your ladder and you want to have it so that the distance from its base to the wall is a quarter of the height of the ladder at its resting point. So that really creates a 75 degree angle. So for a quick check on the angle of your ladder, you want to stand facing it with your feet touching its feet and your arms extended. Your palms should rest on a rung that's right at your shoulder height. That's a good trick of the trade.
Absolutely. And finally, you always want to look overhead for wires before you set up or carry a ladder. You don't want to rest an extension ladder against a tree or a pole where it can rotate and fall. That's another very common uh, source of construction industries is people that prop stuff up that really doesn't have to be. Always lay it down. This way it can't fall down and clock somebody in the head. Hey, if you've got a home improvement project that needs a ladder or not, we'd love to help you get it done. Give us a call at 888-MONEYPIT. Susan in California is on the line and needs some help with a driveway makeover. What's going on at your money pit? <laughs> I'm so glad you said the money pit because that's exactly what it is. And now it's the <laughs> driveway, about 1,200 square feet. And it's uh, been, it's about 38 years old and it needs something else done. And I really don't want to resurface it with uh, blacktop. What are my options? So it's an asphalt driveway now? That's what you're starting with? Yes. Yeah. Listen, I got news for you, Susan. A 38-year-old roadway needs to be replaced. (laughs) And that's exactly what you have. Whether it's a road that goes down the street or a road that's a highway, nothing lasts 38 years. And if you've gotten 38 years out of that driveway, uh, it's time for a new one. And sure, you can keep slapping sealer on it and patching the cracks and all of that. But at that age, it's got to go. What's the best way? Do they just remove the whole thing and then start from scratch? Or what's the best way to go? I think that's the best way. In most cases, that's the best way. You can resurface it. But if you want to make sure that the base is really solid, you know, you would take off the old. They would put a new base down. They would compact it with machines. So it's really, really solid. And then they would apply new asphalt on top of that. Um, I would make sure I got a specification as to exactly how many inches of this material they're going to put down so that you can compare apples to apples when you're looking at at different contractors. But I think that's going to be your best solution. Okay. Well, thank you so much. You're welcome, Susan. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. Hey, does your kitchen get hot and claustrophobic feeling during the summer months? Well, why not create an outdoor kitchen that's going to be the talk of the neighborhood and keep you being the chef that you love to be indoors but outdoors? I'm going to tell you how to do that after this. You live in a body pit. The Money Pit is presented by Pavestone. Building a fire pit, patio, planter, walkway, or even a grill surround is quick and easy with Rumblestone from Pavestone. Look for Rumblestone at the Home Depot and visit pavestone.com for project ideas and how-to instructions. Where home solutions live, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Call us now at 888-MONEY-PIT, presented by Home Advisor, where it's easy to find top-rated home improvement pros for any project. Go to homeadvisor.com. Now you can call us with your question at 888-MONEY-PIT, or you could post it to the community section at moneypit.com. And that's what Lewis did, and he's working on his porch. That's right. Lewis is from Florida, and he's written, I have a new 6x6 post installed to support my porch roof overhang last fall. Now there are vertical splits on one of the posts. Should I drive long screws to minimize that splitting? I don't know if you want to add something to that, right? Well, the thing is, you really are not going to be able to minimize it just by driving some screws into it. Because, look, when the wood, especially outdoor wood, if it's pressure treated, it's going to shrink. It's going to dry out. You're going to get those splits. And cracks in those wood support columns are are really pretty common. And they actually very, very seldom would weaken the post to the point where a structural repair or any kind of replacement 
um, is needed. If the post is really badly cracked and it's deformed so that it's not really supporting the roof, then, then you need to replace it. But if it's made out of pressure treated, you want to expect the cracks and just plan to maybe wrap the post with aluminum cladding or pine or composite trim to make it presentable. The idea of driving a screw through the post to kind of slow down to prevent further cracking is interesting, but I, I really doubt it would have much impact because let me tell you, if wood wants to crack and separate and split, it's going to do it. And there, yeah. isn't, there isn't a single piece of hardware available that's going to stop that from happening. It's kind of Mother Nature doing her thing there. So uh, I would just say to accept it and maybe look for a nice way to wrap that post, make it look very attractive uh, in and of itself. Yeah, you know, there's actually post wraps. They look like architecturally structural columns, but they're composite materials that wrap around an existing post. So you can make it look like a beautifully architecturally designed, wonderful column there, hiding those little splits that really don't make a difference. Well, if you're trying to make the most of these summer months, why not think about moving your kitchen outside? Leslie has tips to do that in today's edition of Leslie's Last Word. Leslie? Yeah, you know, I think we've all been checking out Pinterest. We look at those Pinterest boards with outdoor kitchens, and they're tricked out with ranges and pizza ovens and chandeliers and beautiful flowy fabric. And you're like, ah, I want that for myself. But, you know, us average Joes, we can also have a spectacular outdoor kitchen space as well. All you really need is a great grill and some weatherproof decor. Now, if you can afford it, it's also nice to add a small workspace where you can actually prep the food outdoors as well. If not, some simple backyard tables are going to do. You want to keep dedicated outdoor cooking utensils handy as well. No need to run back and forth. Keep these outside with your cooking area. Once you've got them clean, they're right there so you're ready to use them. You can also have a fridge outside as well. I mean, that really is a great place to keep your drinks cold and leftovers from going bad during the party. It's also a great place to keep things that you're about to grill. Outdoor fridge would be really a great luxury to have. Now, for cleanup, there are a lot of easy upgrades available as well, like a sink station, and there's some that you can even attach to any outdoor garden hose. So suddenly, a kitchen outside doesn't seem that difficult. If you follow your home's architectural style, your outdoor kitchen can really become an extension of your indoor living space, regardless of if your home is Victorian or Craftsman or ranch style, you can make an outdoor space look like it truly belongs there. Finally, no matter what your style, think about a fire pit. I mean, they really add instant ambiance and warmth. And then the benefit is, in addition to looking great, you can actually enjoy your outdoor space into the cooler months. So use it longer, use it earlier than everybody else. Plus, those outdoor fire pits are great for s'mores and telling spooky stories and hanging out with the family. I mean, it really is a lot of fun. It's fun. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Coming up next time on the program, the summer grilling season has officially arrived. And whether you've got a full-blown outdoor kitchen or hibachi the size of a few burgers, we're going to have tips to help you step up your gear with a grill review on the next edition of The Money Pit. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone. You live in a Money Pit. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.